this bullshit about the East Coast and the West Coast started when we went out to New York to do the Source Awards. And Mr. Knight uh, went on stage, and he's in New York City, and we all know puppies from New York City. Any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star, don't want to don't have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the videos, all on the record, dancing, coming death row. I mean, the whole crowd started booing, and then I thought to myself, like, why would you do that? The East Coast don't love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. The East Coast ain't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Death Row. Y'all don't love us. Y'all don't love us. Well, let it be known then. We know y'all East Coast. We know we at East Coast and F. I'm the executive producer that a comment was made about a little bit earlier. But con check this out. Contrary to what other people may feel, I would like to say that I'm very proud of Dr. Dre, Super of Death Row, and Shook so Knight for their accomplishments. And all this east and west that needs to stop. Yo! How you doing, man? What's going on, brother? Not much. I like the studio. I like the willy right in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh yeah, that's yeah. our uh our third wheel to die. Yeah. Tanya couldn't be here, so uh we got Willie Nelson instead. Well, you know, we're all brochalists, so we need to get the ladies out of there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um well hey Drew, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm I'm so glad you guys had me on. Um I'm glad we were finally able to do this. This is my second podcast appearance of the day, as weird as that may sound. Your your uh your stocks on the rise, my man. <laughs> you, you 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 launched the uh the tweet of the year. That means we're also in demand. <laughs> if you're here, our stocks are also going by up. extension. Uh, before before we kick this off, I th there's something you should know though. Before we get into this discussion about California now you may see before you two backwater hicks here but you should know that we both have political science degrees and we're also lawyers oh, so, so you've never been owned so we've, so we've never, never been, been owned <laughs> so good luck with that pally yeah. so you, I'm... Got great, you got great eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well um so I guess let's get this thing started. Let's get this podcast started. <laughs> so ISIS, ISIS, <laughs> love, love ISIS. So, uh, so yeah, Tanya couldn't be with us this week. She's on the beach, um, on the fucking beach, like an asshole. That's how the other half lives, right? Yeah, which beach? Uh, Charleston, one of the many beaches in Charleston, South Carolina. Folly, I think. Folly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so probably this is podcast is probably the last thing on literally the last thing on her mind right now. We were we were on Twitter today. And she just tweeted something. It was like it me. It's about something that I was like, what is that? We give Tanya a lot of shit for how bad she is at Twitter. Although I'm not great. She's got a great. She's she's great on podcasts. So you gotta you think you gotta. Uh... You gotta train her up. We we have yeah. to we have to rein in her liberalism from time to time, but uh, <laughs> her uh, her bombast and uh, general good nature is yeah. 
Yeah. You're right. She is great. On Shores it up. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so the idea we had for this episode, um, I have intentionally ignored every single headline with the phrase California travel ban in it. Um, mostly because Tom told me we'd be talking a little bit about it and, um, but also a lot just because it sounds like something I haven't even wanted to address. It sounds like something I haven't even wanted in my mind to go there. So tell me what it is. What the fuck is California? What, what did we, what did we do so wrong? Yeah, we should, we should note out to our audience first that Drew actually lives in California. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Drew, maybe, maybe you could introduce yourself. (laughs) Oh, hi, everybody. What's what's happening? Uh, my name is Drew Nutter. I am unemployed. I'm not a columnist or anything. I have literally no uh, no actual credentials that would make you want to listen to me. But uh, I post a lot. So. Man, <laughs> it's good uh, enough for us. <laughs> yeah, we we are strictly uh, no emoji guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm the only guy in California that I think uh, uh, you two know. So yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're on a different time zone, so that that's enough of a credential for us. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess I guess the the travel ban is um is the Attorney General of California Javier Becerra or Javier Becerra um said on I think a week or so ago that uh, they, they weren't going to fund travel to states deemed discriminatory towards LGBT people. Um, and those eight, there are now eight states on the travel ban list. And I guess this is for state employees. Um, Alabama, your guys' home state of lovely Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> South Dakota, Texas, Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, Kansas, and North Carolina. Is that um, was that in the order from least to most racist or most to <laughs> most to least racist? I don't know. I don't know how if you were going to do by conventional wisdom most racist. I don't know how you'd put Alabama and then not Mississippi. I always thought Alabama and Mississippi would be neck and neck as the most famously racist. They state. they would be duking it out with I guess us and West Virginia kind of trailing. <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit. Not by much though. We we only seceded from Union for two months so. <laughs> And, and and also, I mean, I could I, I know that there are African American communities in West Virginia, but I always thought of it as a more a more sort of homogenous state. Like like traditionally, right when you think about racism in the South, um, it was always my understanding that the places the the places with the most odious history of racism were places where black people tended to outnumber uh, white people because that leads that's almost kind of like an apartheid South Africa thing where the white landed gentry. Uh, are terrified that they're going to be murdered any day. Right. Uh, so that's where the sort of most insane level of 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 you know like terror you know basically race terror and white supremacy were instituted. But that's just a theory that I can't remember uh, where it from. <laughs> so Mississippi then. <laughs> oh, no, but in that, yeah. So Mississippi. So Mississippi because they they, they yeah they they got the. Uh, the Delta, and they're all terrified they're going to get murdered in their sleep for what they did. Right. Um, yeah, it's the ban is basically going to um, affect things like you know, like uh, college coaches from UCs may not be able to get funding to travel to play in Texas, um, and it's apparently. I, I don't think it's going. This is going to get passed. I think this is sort of a liberal version of like. <laughs> 
liberal version of like when some guy in Arizona tries to ban Sharia law. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. <laughs> so, so if you see Berkeley, we're going to play Terrence's alma mater, the Horns. Hook him. Uh, so <laughs> that would that would fall under this. This would be they they would lay the kibosh on something like that since yeah, it's a I state school. Coach, I guess the coaching staff would have to like crowdfund their way or. <laughs> <laughs> You just see the Berkeley football team thumbing right on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess Tennessee responded. I guess Tennessee lawmakers responded. This is great when you have – because state senate people and state assemblymen are always the most batshit crazy in every oh, state. Oh, easy. So yeah. if you can get California versus Tennessee – because Tennessee is home of like that's – I whenever I see guys fighting – Fighting the creep of Sharia law in the southeastern United States, it's it's Tennessee. It's yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. It's fucking yes, exactly. Um, they responded. Um, oh no, they basically they said that um, uh, if states such as California persist in banning travel to certain other states as a punitive action for disagreeing with the policy of those states, the states affected by these travel bans may be forced to take reciprocal reciprocal action. <laughs> oh <now>. God. <laughs> Who who's going to be the 2017 uh, PT Beauregard? You know, what I mean, it's just going to like PGT Beauregard. Yeah, yeah. Your PGT Beauregard. It's just going to like set this thing off. No, the no, just, just fuck up college football season. Oh, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it's not going to actually do anything except and piss off. And let's be honest, there are plenty of NCAA fans in California. But I mean, come on, you're gonna you're gonna tell S you're gonna fuck up SEC games or oh yeah, or SEC plays Pac-10. Or yeah, you're gonna get college football fans who are gonna be woke as fuck now. Who are suddenly <laughs> yeah. going to be woke woke, woke Bama fans. <laughs> woke, woke Bama fans. <laughs> that's that's oh, just that's crazy. Um, yeah, no, the the the. Civil War in the, uh, the future will be snark, um, snarkily made policies. Like, my first knee-jerk reaction to that is that it is, yeah, it's just a publicity stunt. You're exactly right. It's like someone introducing, like, <laughs> we're trying to clamp down to Sharia law or something. It, yeah, to me it was kind of like just kind of that, uh, like, lib fuck shit where it's like like the North Carolina bathroom thing. Where it's like Bruce Springsteen and fucking Bono are like, oh, we're not going to play, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, the fuck does that yeah, really do? The, the same people that, that eat this shit up are the, are the same people that, like, you know, hey, a, 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 the, some, you know, would donate to the GoFundMe for the burnt down North Carolina um, field office, or, Republican <laughs> field office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit is unbelievable. It's just, it's just posturing, and it's—I mean—it's getting to the core of something that's that's sort of happened with American liberalism that's been very, very disheartening for an, an ex-liberal turned commie myself. Is for when, like, in '08, when Sarah Palin came out and was talking about, you know, like the real America, yeah, and how she was like rightfully lampooned for saying that, and this this idea that there's a real America and there's a fake America, and it seems when liberals are losing, as they are now, they revert into this idea of like, oh, there's a real America, and it's actually us. Um, and it's fucking stupid. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't win politically by doing this. You just alienate people that don't give a fuck about politics and go, well, I'm not, 
I mean, I think the guy down the street from me with the with the ten fucking Confederate flags on the back of his lifted truck is a dick, but I sure as shit don't want to buy a Prius. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's it's sort of I, I I was thinking about this too because I saw it on on Facebook. Somebody posted, and this was like from 2004. Um, and it and it always happens. It always happens right after a big Republican win, is you get the. Um, we don't need you red states or in particular this was like fuck the south yeah yeah was, and i'm actually i'm gonna bring it up right now um it's called fuck the south and it's written. <laughs> <laughs> i think i saw this i think i think i think i don't know i think it might have came up in my facebook timeline it might have been one of one of your buddies that posted it or something even i don't know jesus christ we should bring it up too in that case Here, I'll, I'll read this um and i mean this is yeah 11th of November 2004 that fucking John Kerry loss is stinging (laughs) (laughs) Um, fuck the south fuck them we should have them uh, we should have let them go when they wanted to leave but no we had to kill half a million people so they stay part of our special union fighting for the right to keep slaves yeah those states wanted to keep I mean, they would have you just just to stop there. The whole point of the war was to keep them to stop slavery. <laughs> this right. weird thing of like, we're noble in fighting to end slavery, but fuck them, we should have just let them go. Well, then you wouldn't have ended slavery. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and now what do we get? We're the fucking arrogant northeast liberal elite. How about this for arrogant? The South is the real America, <laughs> the authentic America, really. And there's the derision I was talking about. Yeah, right, idea. right. Now liberals have taken on. Because we fucking founded this country, assholes. <laughs> Those founding fathers you keep going on and on, uh, on and on about, all that bullshit about why they think the Second Amendment uh, giving you the right to keep your assault weapons in the glove compartment because you didn't bother to read the first half of the sentence. <laughs> Uh, who do you think those wig-wearing, lacy-shirt-sporting revolutionaries were? They were fucking blue staters. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that they were actually like rednecks with guns. <laughs> Half of the 13 colonies were in the South, I feel like. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, what the, you wouldn't have... Didn't the fucking... Uh, what's it? The, 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 the winning battle of the Revolutionary War is in Yorktown, Virginia. Right, in, right. In Maine. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you, the, all, we wouldn't have had... Also, we wouldn't have had the money to continue the conflict if it wasn't A, for the French, and B, for a lot of the fucking uh, um, agriculture in the South right, that was right. built on slave... Right. The, the Northeastern liberal elite guys had no problem funding their war off the backs of slave labor like everybody else (laughs) totally sure about that oh think there might be a reason all the fucking monuments are up here in our backyard no no get the fuck out we're not letting you visit the liberty bell and fucking plymouth rock anymore until you get over your real american selves and start respecting those other nine amendments who do you think the fucking stripes on the flag are for nine are for fucking blue states and it would be 10 if those Vermonters had gotten their fucking screws together and broken off from New York a little earlier. Get it? <laughs> we started shit, so don't get all uppity about how real you are, Johnny come lately. Ooh, I've been a state for almost 100 years, dickheads. Fuck off. It's, and it just goes on like yeah, this. Yeah, right. Um, you know, like eight more fucking atrocious paragraphs. This is something, yeah, no, uh, something like we were talking about a minute ago. This is something you notice a lot from the way liberals talk on the internet. They love to overuse curse words. It's weird. They, they, they don't know how to cuss good. They don't know how to cuss well. <laughs> it's like everybody getting all happy about Kamala Harris fucking, like, fucking now, swearing now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I missed that. What did what did she do? Yeah, what did she do? She, I think she was she was in some like panel talk and she dropped a couple f bombs, and then I'm trying to I think uh, adulting other... like a boss. Kamala Harris adulting <laughs> like a fucking boss. Saying <laughs> saying the fuck word. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I hate to single. There's a certain extremely pro Hillary podcast that seems to be all about swearing as well, um, and not really, not really anything else. But I mean, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a sort of impotent. Um, it's an impotent rage channeled through Reddit swearing. Well, yeah, and it, and it gets into the whole performative, like, if you can just state your case well enough with enough fuck words. <laughs> If you talk louder, if you're you right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. bizarre. There's always like that one well-placed swear in like a in like a Corbin monologue. Or a Corbin monologue. A Sorkin monologue. A Corbin monologue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Yeah. This yeah. is America. Don't you fucking understand that? Yeah. <laughs> the real fucking America. Nine stripes on that flag. <laughs> Blue states, goddammit. Did you all see this book? Um... It came out. It's by some dude that's like this travel writer. I think his name's Thompson. It's called Better Off Without Him. Yes, I have seen that. It came out a few years ago, and like this guy was from like Oregon, and like I guess his mom or somebody was from Georgia, so he had like went to Georgia in the summers and all this stuff. But he basically, it sounds like this guy might have written this, right? And, but but he like sat down with like James Cobb, who's this kind of like good old boy history professor at University of Georgia and like all these like southern academics and they were like arbitrating like which states would go to like you know kind of divvying it out and, it's, yeah. and like in that like it was funny because like you know I kind of agree with some of the stuff Thompson had to say but Cobb was like well just so you know you all don't get Texas in Florida <laughs> and it's like as standalone economies Texas and Florida are both in the top 20 in right. the world you know what I mean? It's like they would be fine, like if they, well, I mean, presumably, right? But yeah. his whole book is like, it is like a book length art, like a book length argument for why the South should leave. What was this on the heels of? Wait, first of all, wait, we should go back for a second. What the fuck about Carrie losing so badly? <laughs> like, <laughs> got someone that worked up? I mean, I don't know. I was like seventeen at the time. It's just kind of like water off my back. <laughs> <laughs> but like, did anybody really think Kerry was gonna win that election? I don't remember last? thinking he was gonna win, but uh, I mean, just coming from like at that point, I was going to a super liberal private school in Santa Monica, California, and we were like having our teachers tell us like, you know, Bush may bring bring back the draft, so we need to talk. We had a teacher come in. <laughs> we had a teacher that was a conscientious objector in Nam come in and tell us about what it like his what it what, what it was like um, to like go up and you know stand tall against the in front of the man and declare that he's a conscientious objector um yeah people were very i mean people in blue states were just kind of like and i mean it's almost kind of like people uh talking the the way people think trump's demise is just you know constantly around the corner now right is people just going like this guy's so atrocious i don't understand how <laughs> how he can keep winning he's yeah. just so dumb and everything's going so badly yeah and i mean at the end it would it, it it really just it took 08 for for mass public opinion to shift on the guy yeah um but yeah i, I think there were a, i think there were plenty of plenty of liberals that thought it was in the tank for Kerry. Yeah. yeah you're right i shouldn't i shouldn't underestimate that like liberal propensity to um just totally believe <laughs> the in inflated sense of their odds <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
there are fucking I, I remember seeing on some some forum when i was like in high school right around uh 2012 that had a lot of republicans on it um might have been some like gaming or something like military-ish so there were a lot of like like people that jerk off to military history on it uh-huh. um, and they're like hardcore republican guys going like this the, this isn't the tank for romney guys because everything's going so shitty and just like the just people getting banned the day after for going on full racist rants because obama got reelected. you can really kind of just lull yourself into a into a into a bubble and think everything's going well for your team you're absolutely right we see it today with like hca and like you know democrats uh fucking chanting hey 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 goodbye and being convinced you know a year out that 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 uh the hca is complete collapse is going to tank the republicans right and it's like you don't you don't know how shit is going to go this far ahead, man. It's, right. it's, it's Nothing is inevitable. Lot. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, full disclosure, because I mean, I'm when it comes to like liberalism, I am like, I'm like when you meet those kids that grew up in like Quiverful and then escaped and moved to San Francisco or something like that. <laughs> I'm like that, except I haven't really ever left. I've just become a big lefty staying here. Um, but like I went to. Uh, I went for two years. I went to this high school called New Roads in Santa Monica, California, um, and there were some very, very good things about it. Don't get me wrong; like, like ha- it was a private school where half of the kids were there, full, of, like full ride sort of scholarships. And the other half of the kids were paying absurd rates for uh, their tuition. I'll just let you guess which group I'm in there, I'm judging <laughs> on my, the way that I sound and my frame of reference. Um, but um, like. They, you know, we go, we had a, it, it was a good, it, it styled itself to as like a, the, an ultra progressive high school. And it was very good in a lot of ways, you know, uh, you know, you know, whether it was being very, very tolerant of the LBGT students or, um, you know, t- teaching us, like, I remember like learning about Marx and stuff like that. It wasn't like full on like Marxist indoctrination <laughs> or anything. Like, They're like German idealism. <laughs> uh, like a, it was like a, a pretty like open-minded and well-rounded education, but um, it was also insane, sort of insane, crunchy LA liberal shit. Like you know, like, like getting pulled out of class to all go to a, an assembly about fair trade coffee and hemp clothing. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, all right, so travel ban. Travel ban. Travel ban. Um. Yeah, we can move on from that if you want to, or if we have anything else to say on the subject. I don't. I, I really it's just pure performative. It's just pure performative bullshit and the two most irrelevant and annoying wings of state governments on either side of the country. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, so the spe- worst East Coast West Coast feud ever. <laughs> yeah. The second worst <laughs> East Coast West Coast feud. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you did you watch that that new Tupac movie? I still haven't seen it. I'm, 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 I'm so much of a nerd for that period of LA hip hop, though, that I probably will end up seeing it. Um, I don't know. You guys ever seen Welcome to Death Row? That's a great documentary. Welcome to Death. I, I, I mean, I know what it is, but I've, I've never seen it. I've never seen I, it either. I, I highly recommend it. To not to take us down a blind alley, but it is, um, it's really fucking interesting, and it's so, it's so. Um, uh, it portrays Suge in such a negative light that Death Row didn't license any Death Row music for the documentary. No so shit. It's an hour and a half documentary about the inner machinations of Death Row Records in the 90s without a single recognizable song being played. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
the yeah. uh, the All Eyes on Me biopic is pretty catastrophically bad. It was it would have like um, scenes of Suge Knight doing really like sociopathic shit, like fucking strangling his boys in front of like strangling one of his like underlings in front of a room full of his boys, and then like it would the camera would show Tupac and he'd just be looking at Suge like. He'd be shaking his head like, and that's kind of fucked up. But then he'd be like, "Celebrate!" Yeah, shit. and then like, the, yeah, camera, fuck him up, sure. the camera would go back to him, and then he would be like, "Yeah, exactly, <laughs> fuck him up." Fuck. Like the, the the movie did not know who it wanted Tupac to be, so it presents like to. But you know, like in all the press run up to that, they're like, "Well, he's a man of many contradictions, and that's why we did this." And it's like bullshit. You just fucking the writing's terrible. Didn't know which, you just didn't know which line to take on him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I thought was so weird about it is, like, instead of showing, like, clips from, like, a live... Not clips, that's not the right, because it's not the real Tupac, but, like, you know, when they're doing, like, the concert yeah. parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, like, you know, like, you would think it'd be, like, it'd do the chorus and maybe, like, part of the bar, and then it'd go to, like, some other, you know, <laughs> shot or something. Yeah. But then, like, like it would just, like, have the chorus, and then, like, it would, he would be, like, performing the second verse. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just, like, performed whole... So- the, like, the entire song. Like, you might see in, like, a like a concert, like, <laughs> documentary or something. You know what I mean? Not like... Yeah. I thought that was so strange. There was a 55... Like, there was a couple sitting next to me who had to have been upwards of 60 or 65, and I just... I would love to have known what the fuck was going through their mind. Like, there was that scene early on in the movie where, like, Tupac was having a real serious conversation with his dad, and... The guy leaned over to his wife and said, I don't remember that part. I was just like, <laughs> wait, who are you? What are you all about? <laughs> Why are you here? But yeah, no, uh, in the war between East and West, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> shooters are going to, like, Death Row and Bad Boy will come back. And Dude, I don't think Bad Boy Records is going to be on the side of the Tennessee state legislature. <laughs> <laughs> what like are you talking about? Like a Diddy and Bob Corcoran just, like, taking that, like... What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Take that, take that, take that. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, uh, so yeah, speaking of California, also, um, I I just saw a headline about this. I didn't really read the full article, but single pair was something that was going, like it was on the table. Yeah, it was on the table. It passed one of the state houses, and then it was going to the uh, assembly. I think it passed the state senate. It was going to the assembly. I hope I didn't fuck that up. I'm in LADSA, and we were actually pushing for it. So if I did fuck that up, I'm a bad comrade, and I'll be expelled from the chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Excommunicate. yeah. Um, well, we need more people so we can actually start a DSA chapter here. So just come here. Just come here. And, be on and, our... and, yeah, help us get off the damn ground. Three people in uh, in Whitesburg DSA. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there, must be, there must be one at there must be one at UK or there must be YDS at UK. But um, there at, is in, in Louisville. Louisville. There's right. one. Yeah, and that guy's like reached out to us and was like, "I heard whispers of y'all getting going in Whitesburg. What's up with that? Rural expansion is our number one priority." And <laughs> So we're gonna maybe take them up on it to right. get a do it. do it. You need more work, guys. You need more. Shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, always more shit to do. So um. So anyways, it had passed. It had it had passed the first hurdle, and it went to uh, the assembly, and it was shelved by Anthony Rendon, uh, who is the uh, speaker of the assembly, I believe. And he uh, his rationale was that the bill wasn't like it wasn't. Well, it wasn't costed enough. There wasn't enough in it. And like, uh, also, uh, the California State Assembly needs to focus on fighting Trump care, um, which sounds 
pretty fucking stupid to me. <laughs> one of the best ways to rebuke Trump care would be uh, passing single pair at a state level. Right. Um, I've heard various different theories ranging from um, it on the most libby side, them going, uh, it was, it wasn't a, uh, it was a sort of flawed bill. It wasn't costed enough. I've heard other explanations saying it actually, it was, and you know, there, there, there's a lot of stuff floating around about how it would not have, it wouldn't, it, it, we could have paid for it. It would have been fine. One of the most interesting explanations I've heard is that it was floated. People, the assembly people knew that it wasn't going to make it all the way. They wanted it to clear one house so they could support it but then um, not piss off donors by actually going through with it so they can say on paper in re-election, like, supported single payer. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> didn't actually get it through. Um, uh, Tony Rendon has some shady connections to the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, and um, they, they're on his donor list. And he's he's got this weird thing where when confronted about being like blocking single pair, he goes like, I've always supported single pair. It gets really forceful and angry. <laughs> pulled away by his age, but like doesn't do anything in practice to actually push it forward. Right. So it's, uh, it's pissed people off. And I'm, I, um, I support primarying every fucking assemblyman that, uh, or running, running, even if I got to run like a, like a dog or something to scare them. Um, running every single person that voted against it because I I, 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 um, I think that state level and I've seen decent left critiques saying that you know if it dies at any state level that's going to be the Republican justification for blocking it but I'm full force every state that we can let's try and let's try and pass it right um, because we're not getting a Democratic majority anytime soon and people are dying like you're not going to fucking you know this it's this is life or death shit for people. Uh, it's a winning issue that the majority of the public supports, and we got to build on. Um, we got to use this absolutely horrific period in American healthcare um, to to build a, a popular mandate for it. So start at the state, and then hopefully, hopefully use it as a litmus test for who gets primaried in the uh, uh, on the uh, in the House and Senate um, by progressive groups, and uh, try to build a uh, build a majority off of that. Yeah. It's crazy, um, you know. So you know, I, I know it wasn't full one hundred percent successful, but in Kentucky, it's like we're moving in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're actually talking about restricting healthcare. Um, you know, we're rolling back Medicaid. Uh, you know, um, Kentucky had like the sort of most um, I don't know, well publicized rollout of Obamacare. Yeah, probably almost ballyhooed right. ACA success or whatever. Right, and then like when Bevin took office as governor, uh, basically put into motion rolling all that back, um, and then I don't know, it's just been a spiraling, spiraling downhill ever since. Who was your Who was your governor that the Dems put up as the like the. Uh... The uh, response to the State of the Union, or Steve Bashir. Steve Bashir, yeah, yeah. Steve Bashir, yeah. Who? Marionette. What was that? He looks like a marionette. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he kind of looks like Monty Burns a little bit. <laughs> he totally is. He's totally Mr. Burns. <laughs> you know what's in, what's interesting about as about that, and I guess telling is he was shortlisted to be Hillary's VP, off of all the press he generated for ACA and all that shit. 
and he's just got off. And what's interesting is on Friday, I met with this guy, and I'll not mention who he is, but he's sort of one of the kingmakers in the Kentucky Democratic Party. Fuck it. But his name's, yeah, his name's and Fuck it. Yeah, we'll, we'll put him in there. I was going to say I was going to edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so I guess got this project or whatever. And he's try. I work for Ace Club, and he's trying to like sell Grace Club on getting behind his project and sort of like you know getting the good press and the good press hits about what they're doing and all this stuff. And he goes, you know, people down in your neck of the woods. And, you know, he puts that good old boy facade on when he's talking to <laughs> yeah, fucking anyway. And he said, you know, the number one thing that people can rally around are these AEP American Electric Power rate hikes that everybody's experiencing right now. And uh, I said, uh, probably rivaled only by by Medicare for All. And he said, yeah, and I guess Louisville basketball too. Like, and I was confused as to if, if that's just willful ignorance or if, like, they really think that that's not popular. or No, they think it's not popular. I mean, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter like right now and also on Facebook and stuff too like a lot of lib liberals who really do think that um like universal healthcare is not popular like someone even had a Twitter thread about this last night I can't even remember her name but she was saying like oh like socialist leftist bros in their idea that like the the general public is more left than um than the than the ruling classes like like this idea that um Liberals, I think liberals fundamentally distrust the masses. They think that the masses are more conservative. Or they, or honestly, they, yeah, they think that they're more conservative, or they they think the masses are more doctrinaire than they really actually are. Let's, let's yeah. remember that we've been told for fucking years and years and years that people were voting for free trade, that the average conservative American voter was like super pro-war and pro-free trade, pro-globalization. Right. And we've just had a man that came out and said that the Iraq war was a giant mistake and that he wants to institute trade tariffs and pull out of NAFTA, um, stop uh, TTP and all that shit right. one handedly in the Republican primary. Shit, we've been told that, that, that people will only, conservative people and that middle of the road and independents have to vote for uh, somebody that's clearly a pious Christian. And the, and even the most religious Christians voted for Donald Trump. Right. They, and they they find weird ways to justify. Sometimes you see him phrasing it and just like you know, just like. But God bless you know he's he's a blessing even if he's not a Christian. He's gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they say like oh God, God uses his instruments, sir. You know what I mean? Like God hey, uses. God's always used crack vessels. <laughs> yeah, God uses crack vessels. <laughs> yeah. So it's I mean it's 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 absolutely in, in, insane. Um, it's it's yeah I think it's. It's also indicative of sort of, um, quite honestly, like policy nerds that uh, think that think that their their um, sort of view of uh, of how things should be is reflected in the general electorate. Um, and I think it's I think it's bullshit. And I think if you just like, I think if you can you, there are always going to be like the guys that you see that are vehemently. Uh, arguing against universal health care online aren't reflective of the people that you can mobilize that maybe on sort of paper lean more conservative or at least don't identify as liberal. Right. Um, 
I think it's wrong to assume that like a, that like hundreds of millions of Americans are um, even if they are 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 sort of wouldn't consider voting for the Dems in any other scenario are full turning point USA um, <laughs> Medicare for all means we're Stalin's Russia people. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Like people. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where they're coming from when they th- when they say that Medicare for all or universal health care is not politically feasible. It's like nobody's going to fucking riot if we pass universal health care. <laughs> yeah. no, like there there will not be riots. <laughs> like, it's like the Hillary staffer that was like, like, like not everybody wants a $15 minimum wage. It's like, who, who, who are these people? In what fucking universe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's a very, very odd, um, very odd mindset that you see among people that seem to seem to spend too much time in in wonky circles um I, yeah i don't know i can't i can't i can't wrap my mind around that shit i mean like my most cynical thing is that like it's them going you know nobody wants this because they are inextricably tied into the insurance and uh pharmaceutical industries you know via donations and shit so they're just going to beat that dead horse for as long as they can because they know that they will face a lack of funding for for their shit if they if they do it, but yeah, know, I don't know. Yeah, um, Drew, uh, we can we call you? Can we like disconnect? It's cracking up kind of bad. I don't know if it's doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, if you want to call me on my phone? You're more than welcome to too. Okay, okay, we can. Mike can do that. Here, let me. Uh, I'll hang up. Do whatever. Do whatever you need for the best connection. Okay. All right. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna hang up real quick, and then I'll probably give you a call back. All right, let's try this again. I think that sounds better. That sounds a lot better. Yeah. Um, in the br- it's like really the early Iraq War reporting when they when you remember? Do you remember like right when video like when they had that early precursor to Skype, but it fucking sucked? Yeah. You got you got like Digi Christian Amanpour. <laughs> yeah. Baghdad Bob. <laughs> Baghdad Bob. Well, Baghdad Bob was clear because it was actual news footage that they had fed to like a local place. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the hyper pixelated like um, David Gregory. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. right. <laughs> um, it's in the break there. Uh, I just hopped over to Facebook real quick and saw a nice little post about how people who curse are typically smarter. <laughs> Studies have shown how people who curse have higher IQs. <laughs> Could be could be related to our conversation from earlier about <clears throat> liberals who like to curse a lot. <clears throat> I think that's so well, do, do you see those? Do you see those? Uh, there's I God. Now I'm remembering all the worst sort of like addicting info and like Occupy Democrats. <laughs> yeah. Like it's been proven that people who hold liberal views tend to have ten to five more IQ points than fucking. <laughs> there are literal. Yeah, you're right. There are academic studies about that. About that very fucking thing. But I don't know. I mean, it's... Uh, fucking Milton Friedman was a lot more educated than me. And a lot more conservative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... It's true. William F. Buckley is not exactly a, a dumb guy. <laughs> no. 
Well, I mean, the, that, that, well. View of, that view of, um, or we, we're, sorry, we are recording again, right? I'm not. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be just riffing with, without a way to monetize this shit. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sort of, that, that, that sort of thing that where conservatism is just the result of a lack of education and not reflective of, of a, just a different, and I would consider evil, uh, um, way view of human nature and how society should be structured is really really frustrating to me yeah um, yeah and i mean I'm, I'm talking about this about ideologues as well like i uh, do i think that there are people who through not so much like yeah there are people that if i think like had to be, sit down and take a, 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 a take a bunch of political science courses might move left in in how they think but in general I think it's more it's more got to do with like I, I think uh, owning a conservative online is less likely to make a conservative move left in their thinking than that person encountering actual like material changes to their lives or you know what I mean whether it's like having like a gay son or <laughs> the classic example yeah. or getting getting fucked over by uh, an employer. Or you know, right. going, ha- going to war and seeing <laughs> right. that it's bullshit. Having like, their 401k just fucking evaporated in front of them from a stock market crash. Or... Yeah, these are much more informative things for people than like you know going, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm I've lost my train of thought there. I was trying to think of a I was trying to think of a great Sorkin-esque put down for somebody. <laughs> You're right though. They didn't. They didn't even have. They didn't even have cars when they wrote the Second Amendment. <laughs> you do a good Jeff Daniels. That's a good Jeff Daniels impression, though. It feels like we're on the newsroom. <laughs> well, more on California, I guess. You need me to explain my my people to you. Yes, explain your people to me. <laughs> I come from. So you know, I'm uh, was born in Texas and went to school there. Lived there for a long time. So um, I understand the secessionist mindset. <laughs> you would be surprised at the amount of people, particularly liberal people in California, that are in particular like, and I can say this from experience because I was probably on that for a while, but like, fuck, really like hardcore fuck Texas. Right. Um, but then when you get down to the history of it, like California is another sort of settler colonial state where a bunch of white people forcibly, you know, had a coup d'etat against the Mexican government. And then there was a massive influx of immigrants from the eastern United States, and we kind of acted like what was their territory at one point is now completely ours, and then fucked over the the existing Mexican population, right? Um, as well as fucking over the Native Americans and stuff. So this sort of weird, you know, California versus versus <laughs> oh fucking this is so stupid that it could only happen in Texas thing is an, is an odd um is an odd dichotomy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just window dressing. I mean, you know, like yeah. one of them is enlightened and one of them are like they're backward. Uh, front, two biggest frontier. prison populations in America, though. Two countries with the uh, two countries. Two, two. Uh, California was a country for like two months. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, two biggest prison populations. Two states with the death penalty. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I, I I think it's a weird uh, it's a weird form of animosity. Yeah, Cal- California also had uh, was it three strikes? Um, 
Oh yeah, three. and that's the main major contributor in our massively overcrowded prison population. Yeah, right nationwide, now. right? Exactly. Yeah, and Texas gave us Bush, but California gave us Reagan. So <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is very true. Um, although technically. I think New Hampshire probably gave us Bush. Kenny <laughs> <laughs> Bunkport, Maine. <laughs> right. Texas. I mean, Johnson, I mean, yeah, I mean, Texas gave us Johnson, who was altogether, from a left perspective, even though I think he was personally pretty, and a warmonger, at least instituted, you know, uh, great society and, and, and war on poverty and that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Domestically, A++++ uh, foreign policy. Oh yeah, the best foreign policy. Oh yeah, just yeah, the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dems, you can't have it all with them. They're either yeah, they're greatly improving welfare and helping pass civil rights. They're also gonna kill like a million non-white people on the other side of the world. <laughs> right. Did, also, didn't we conclude that Johnson has the biggest presidential hog running away yes. with it? Yeah. Yeah. The big, he has the biggest dick, and he was—he did the, the the power move of taking dumps while talking to his staffers. Yeah, yeah that's the most G shit ever, <laughs> is it not? <laughs> God damn. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's that is G shit. I should start trying it out. <laughs> that's you know mom. those books that are like eight habits of highly successful people. Like that has to be one of those <laughs> habits. <laughs> Taking dumps with your underlings <laughs> in front of your inferiors. <laughs> yeah, I think you get. I don't. I think you get. That's 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 a harassment suit from no matter which sex you're doing that with nowadays. I don't think you can pull that off. <laughs> you cannot. The stakes have to be so high. It has to be. It literally has to be the top of government where you can get away with <laughs> making your aides come in while you shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Trump does way more just disgusting shit. I mean. The guy's disgusting in general. So, but he doesn't have a hog like that. So he's not going to invite anybody into the stall. You don't think? Him. Yeah, you don't think Trump has? You're, clearly, he doesn't. Yeah, psychologically, you can just tell. Yeah, you can tell that guy's <laughs> he's, he fucking, not got a big old he's hog. He's making fake time covers and framing them at his fucking golf courses. That is the like... most absurd shit I've ever seen. Well, <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. More. I mean, the, I I think also sort of um uh and I and I think this is just a general. Uh, this is a weird thing with where California is viewed as this like um, this incredibly progressive place and the sort of like you know the uh, the the flagship of liberal America. It's not a politically homogenous state. Like yeah, we have major urban centers that are very very uh, that are democratic strongholds. Um, you have you know San Francisco, which is like got a incredibly the Bay Area in general, which has a very very as we all know, strong leftist history and is a democratic stronghold. And you have L.A. and, uh, and Hollywood. Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Hollywood. But we have – that's those are two cities in a gigantic fucking state. And, you know, you drive 30, 45 minutes north of L.A. and there's just as much real tree and uh, – Oh, Yeah. Totally. Luke Bryan albums being played than anywhere else. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's right. And 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 not only that, I mean, like, so I've been I've been going down to San Diego a lot lately, uh, seeing a seeing a seeing a lady friend, and uh -huh. um, you know, like you forget 
you forget just like San Diego is like a city that is entirely built on the military industrial complex. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. It's like this weird. It's like it's like the last city in America before Mexico. So it has to be the most American city ever. Yeah. <laughs> like a it's got to be it's got to be like milkshakes and burgers and hot rods <laughs> and fucking like Black Hawk helicopters flying over your house 24 seven. God. I don't want to rip on San Diego because San Diego is a fun place, but right. um, it is it is hyper American and it is very it is very weird how uh, its proximity to the border makes them want to highlight uh, their patriotism and uh, and sort of jingoism, I, I guess. Right. No, totally. Right. Yeah. The real but, America. Um, the real America. The real, the real America. America. In California. I mean, we got or like. You got Orange County, which is um, one of the biggest Republican strongholds in the state, has the highest concentration. If you were to ask people, like, where where in America has the highest concentration of neo-Nazi groups anywhere in America? Like, most people would honestly go like, oh, it's got to be Mississippi or Alabama or yeah. something like that. No, it's Orange County, California. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's surf Nazis. It's like the, <laughs> the, the guy... Uh, <laughs> It's like it's like states Keach in American History X. It's like there's, there's tons, of, <laughs> tons of guys like that down there, or or or, uh, or guys kind of like. Although he lives in L.A. County at the moment, but I think he prefers O.C. Guys like Kurt Schlichter, uh, like oh hell yeah, jerk off right wing lawyer guys. Right, um, yeah, right. Natsik guys. Yeah, um, we actually just California just. Um, tried to some Democrats proposed a bill. We had an old uh, we had an old statute that said you couldn't be an elected official in the state of California if you were a member of the communist part, the CPUSA ever, or a member of any communist organization. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember sharing the article and all my friends sort of laughing and going like, "Oh yeah, well, interesting development." I don't think a lot of CPUSA people are going to run because they're too busy being cops. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's sure." It's disappointing news for a lot of cops. <laughs> Plenty of CP USA people in the Fraternal Order of Police already. That's the one union that's taken over. And <laughs> um, but um, they, um, uh, it, it went forward, uh, and then it got killed by Republicans and some prominent people, I guess some prominent community activists in the, the, uh, the Vietnamese community in, in Orange County, which is um, pretty politically active, and I think, consists of a lot of people that fled after the Vietnam War, so they, they're pretty rabidly anti-communist. Anti-communist, right. It's more conservative than you would imagine, and more conservative uh, economically than, than I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of sort of city liberals would, uh, would, would think. Yeah. Um, I was listening to this podcast, um, the Jacobin podcast, podcast with Dan Denver, and they had this guy, Peter Andreas, on there, and he was talking about how, like, the the border like the very first like sort of like immigration um um uh, enforcement measures and some of the first harshest ones you know including the border wall or whatever we consider it to be now all started in california like it wasn't texas it was southern california yeah oh completely completely and i mean um it, i'm i think back to like just in particular los angeles um, in the mid 20th century, like in the like 50s, 50s and 60s, I know, um, I know it was, I know 100, it was, it was in the 50s, but it might have extended into the 60s. The the LAPD would actively recruit 
um, they would actively recruit in the South and they would look for ex, um, they would look for Southern cops, but then they'd also look for ex Marines, ex army guys from Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Georgia, I believe, um, because they wanted to cultivate a very strong sort of white supremacist police department. Fucking hell. Yeah. That makes total sense though. Yeah. I, I mean, we had, um, um, Shit, LA had a red squad into the early eighties. Like, yeah. like Yeah, it's 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 uh it's a lot more right a lot more right wing than you think. <laughs> Fuck me, was it LA LA County sheriffs that were in like a weird sort of quasi neo Nazi gang, like a gang within the police department. Right. Called, called Vikings, I think it was called. They all, <laughs> they all had matching tattoos and they'd all get like they Every single time they had a fatal shooting, they would get it. Each guy would get a tattoo. Holy shit! Well, <laughs> shit is dark. That is f- so fucking dark. Well, this lib says you should go your own way. <laughs> get the get the f out of our con- of our union, sir. Well, Cal- I think Cal Exit is dead for now, and I think the people that were pushing that have. have- have have uh, packed it up, but I, that would be such an atrociously stupid idea. I, I can't I can't even get started. I mean, if you want to live in a in a place where we get like none of our power is generated here, most of our water comes from red states. I mean, we get our in Southern California we get our water a lot of our water from the Colorado River and right. reservoirs that are close to the Nevada border. Like in red counties in California, not right. even just red states. Yeah, um, uh, we would be waterless, we would be powerless, and we would be told like techie libertarian dipshits. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> just be, it'd just be a fucking. Okay. Yeah, Kentucky is fucked up in its own way, but at least we don't have Peter Thiel, so that's that's good. <laughs> Well, J.D. Vance, though. Yeah, we do. I guess I'm J.D. Vance. <laughs> Fuck. Silicon Holler. His You'll understudy. Have it. We'll have it soon enough. Yeah, we'll have yeah. Silicon Holler, baby. Hell yeah. Disrupt the holler. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's it's interesting. You're talking about uh, the Luke Bryan and the Realtree and all that stuff. We had just wrapped up um, that White Trash book by Nancy Eisenberg. Yeah. And we'd love to get her on, on this show if, you know, if anybody knows how the hell to do that. She doesn't her, she teaches at LSU but she doesn't have an email. But uh anyway, uh in the book, uh Bakersfield and Whittier figure pretty heavily as like places where like people from Appalachia and the Ozarks and kind of the Okies from Muskogee sort of migrated that going yeah. Cal- California way. California way. <laughs> Trying yeah. to find some jobs. I, I, it's great that you brought that up because I was just about to say the other thing that the LAPD did uh, in like the mid thirties was send a detachment of officers to the state line with Arizona to literally stop Okies at gunpoint and send them back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there is a lot of, um, there are, you know, deep sort of deep Oki roots all over California. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird side note is I met a guy. My my name's Nutter. That's my actual weird last name. <laughs> and I was down in I was down in uh, San Diego the other weekend, and I met a guy whose last name was Nutter. And it was the first time I had ever uh, met another person in person whose last name was Nutter. And they, uh, I I was like, okay, my family's from like Indiana and Kentucky, but we're like we. My parents are from Chicago. They moved here. And this guy was like, oh no, my family's been here since the 1930s, and they're all from uh, Arkansas. 
And I was like, oh, so the only other nutters out here are, are uh, ex-Okies or ex-Dust Bowl people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are your people. That's good. Yeah, those are, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Whitt- interesting what you say about Whittier. Whittier is now mostly Hispanic, I believe. Yeah, and so. it's where Richard Nixon's from, right? No, he's from Yorba Linda. Yorba Linda, okay. Okay. Yeah, For yeah. some reason, I thought there was something about Nixon. There was some Whittier-Nixon connection. Um, right. But they were ta- she was talking in the book about housing discrimination against Okies and people from Appalachia and the Ozarks. Um, and they would actually build these these towns that were like the first trailer parks. Oh, like shit. the first kind of like housing developments that were stigmatized. And they called it, they called them, um, God, there's a, there was a, a phrase for it. But basically, they would put up these like, you know, like privacy fences, huge privacy fences around it so as not to, you know, disrupt the uh the aesthetic, you know. <laughs> Shit. But anyway. Yeah, and and like it was, the the whole chapter was on like trailer culture and all this stuff and I think like I and I don't know how you would do this. Like maybe it's just like an accent test or something. I don't know. But like <laughs> Okies could only buy trailers and that's kind of where that the whole kind of stigma started. From. Interesting. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know I'm botching all those details, but uh, but we get the general. That's the, we get the that's broad the, that's strokes. The gist of it. Californians were assholes to Okies. That's the broad. <laughs> <There's> the... <laughs> how, yeah, I'm thinking about how you would skirt that test because I mean it would just be like I think it would be a matter of like if I don't know, like doing a fake sort of like <laughs> fake sort of like upper class bow tie dipshit southern accent. <laughs> like fucking uh what's the the guy on King of the Hill? Uh Gilbert Dotree. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Anyway. Well, pretend to be, what's the guy what's the what's who's the um who's the guy from the Kenburn Civil War that Southern historian? Oh, Foot? Shelby Foot. Shelby yeah. Foot, yeah. 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 It kinda sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, I'll come from yeah. Northern Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Welcome in, sir. Come on in. Anyway. Well, anyways. I'm um, trying to think more California stuff that can relate to. Oh, that thread. People were talking shit about Kentucky. On That's what I wanted to talk oh, about, yeah, too. Yeah, That's, yeah, that yeah. was the other thing I this wanted. This is the ultimate. Right. So, what? okay, so the person was the part. I, I wish I had it pulled up. It was like, it was like a fucking 19-year-old fucking yeah. Twitter <laughs> like I wasn't, even, I wasn't even that mad at it. What was so funny is just seeing like the whole big blue nation descend on this poor gal, and just like, yeah, she's gonna look back on that in, in ten years, and she'll be like, oh, I was stupid. I actually like Kentucky. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, she'll visit like should have totally went with Maine or something like that. <clears throat> but I, 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 there is a, there is myopia sort of among Californians that I that I I have noticed um, because, you know, we're such a big state. So like and we have a, quite a lot of sort of geographic diversity that if you're like, let's say you grow up in sort of like the misty north of the, 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 the state and you want to go live in the sunshine, you can move down south. Or if you are in the reverse and you're you grow up down south and you're sick of, you know, Spanish tiles, a cosmopolitan experience, you go move to San Francisco and get a septum piercing. <laughs> or, uh, um, you know, we got, we got deserts, we, we got deserts, we got beaches, we got mountains, we got forests. We basically only don't have jungle. So, um, like this, this sounds like that, uh, like that Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial where he's like, you know, there's like all these like Disney world montages and yeah. shit playing in the background. Right. 
<laughs> California, something for everybody. Yeah. We, we, we can hang. It's like a shot of like Rob Lowe holding a surfboard. Yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> Rob Lowe hanging out with surf Nazis. <laughs> and the guy with the hair lip from American History X, like the crazy fucked up Nazi, like the head Nazi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is those three together. We got it all. <laughs> got it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Or, yeah, it would it would always be like yeah, or it'd be like it'd be like Ted Danson getting a massage on the beach. We we know when to relax, but then like a shot of Zuckerberg walking into the office and going, but we can also button it up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zuckerberg. Those those California ads went far. I was living in England in fucking like 2010, and I was freezing my ass off on a, at a, at a like an open air uh, overground tube station, and like looked up, and there was a just a big ass picture of some guy, some guy doing like, like the fucking the Hang Ten logo, holding a longboard, walking down the beach in Monterey or something. It's like come to you know, trying to convince Brits to come to California. <laughs> you you don't want them, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Um. Well, we're like at, at an hour and a half audio. Um. I think this is good. This is we've got. Yeah. We've hey, got yeah this is fun, Drew. Thanks. Yeah, man. we had a blast. Anytime, guys. Anytime. I love you guys. I uh, love your podcast. And yeah, anytime you need me to drink beer and talk shit, I'll do it. For sure. Well, yeah. we'll take you up on that. We for sure will uh, take you up on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll promote the shit out of this on my to my to my whopping six hundred and fifty <laughs> followers on Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> It's... Including influential leftist podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Man, it's so it's so it's so tough. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw out some of my best stuff, and it's like one like. Yeah, well. God damn it. <laughs> that's why. I... Shit post, man. Yeah. Shit post. Screen. I can't. Uh, I sometimes I look back on my Twitter and I'm like, how many followers have I gotten just by, in particular, screen capping like really atrocious like pro hillary wine moms right <laughs> like i saw a guy the other day or literally last night go like i love doing it but there's no there's absolutely no political value to doing this and i'm like yeah I, yeah I know i'm still fucking doing, I'm still it. Fucking doing it yes <laughs> undaunted undaunted yeah undaunted. well all right have a good yeah, day. yeah. Good evening hell yeah man thanks else? so much dude good. Uh, nope. we'll holler at you. We'll holler at you for a day. We might, yeah. Need a what? Anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. we'll yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah. Great. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate right, it, best. man. Have a good evening, no Drew. Yep. Bye. But it's like this, though. I'm tired of folks, you know what I'm saying? The closed-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and nobody want to hear it, but it's like this. The South got something to say. That's all I got to say.